Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is Amir And this is also Amir And you are listening to the You Don't Love Me podcast Life from the perspective of a gay South Asian married couple Enjoy! That's the shiny new top you're wearing for today's podcast. Would you like to tell people about it? <laughs> this top is a Lee's Barbershop <laughs> that you may have heard about in previous episodes. Oh, wow. She's upcycling. I'm always upcycling and helping the local community. Shout out to you, Lee's Barbershop. Thank you so much. We miss you guys. They were one of the Great best barbers. people to give us great haircuts. Our hair's and they were really nice. Our hair's been shit since then, hasn't it? Let's face it. <laughs> Speak for yourself. Any hustle, please. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the You Don't Love Me Boys podcast. I hope you are all well. How are you? I'm good. I'm energized. I'm energetic. I'm ready. You galvanize your focus. You're here to see. Well, yeah, I'm ready for this one because this one is where you speak everything. Yeah, this episode (laughs) is about you. Well, it, yeah, it might be one day, somebody one day might be talking about me on this podcast in a similar vein. But basically, it's... No, because no one else has taken our podcast. No, so one day somebody else on a podcast will be talking oh, about me in a similar vein. Oh, said this podcast, so I was like, fuck off. No, so Thieves. this episode is going to be <laughs> about... You me. It's The episode is going to be about Bollywood women through the years. Oh. So can you see how I might be on that list one day? I like the term women in Bollywood. Women in Bollywood. We're going to be talking about women in Bollywood. Through the years, what I know about them, how they've uh, changed the course of filmmaking and Bollywood and redefining what it means to entertain. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, I'm going to dive right into it. But I think we should start with the tradition of a song because, oh my God, the requests... That are com- babe, they're coming in heat loads. Okay, I can't deal. So I'm overwhelmed. So what, what's this song that you're going to sing today? Well, I have had to choose it at random from, you know, the people that have requested it. Did you have to make a wheel and spin it and like <sighs> click it? No, I had to just write them on pieces of paper, close my eyes and pick out one. <laughs> okay. Oh my God, he's, he's doing it. He's picking choosing out. choosing one. Okay, here we go. So this song is called In Hilogone from one of my favorite films called... Bad How Giza. crazy that like someone picked a song that's part of one of your favorite films. What are the chances? They know I me know. so well. It is insane. Universe, it whispers. Sing it. In Hilogone, in Hilogone, in Hilogone, in Hilogone, 
इन्हीं लोगों ने ले लिया दुपट्टा मेरा इन्हीं लोगों ने ले लिया दुपट्टा मेरा अमरे न मानो से पहिया से पूछो अमरे न मानो से पहिया से पूछो अमरे न मानो अमरे न मानो से पहिया से पूछो से पहिया से से पहिया से पूछो जिसने जिसने गुलाबी रंग दिए ना दुपट्टा मेरा इन्हीं लोगों ने ले लिया दुपट्टा मेरा दुपट्टा मेरा दुपट्टा मेरा हो That was amazing. Thank you. That was, was good, really really it? good. And also like I was like, "Ooh, dupatta mera. Is this going to be a remake?" No. <laughs> Did you see my eyes? I was like, "Dupatta mera." Oh, do you know yeah. what? You need to take me for a drive at some point and they can blast that song. We again. need to blast that song. I hope to one day do that song on stage. Oh, well, who knows what will happen? Watch this space, maybe that'll happen. Dupatta mera. Dupatta mera. दामन से फिसला जाए दुपट्टा मेरा अमिया से खिसका जाए दुपट्टा मेरा सर फिरी सी हवा का चलन है ये क्या हवा में उड़ता जाए दुपट्टा मेरा सो आई इजन इट वीड हाउ आई जस्ट नो द लिरिक्स फॉर दैट बट इफ यू गिव मी वन इंग्लिश सॉन्ग आई एम लाइक मैरी क्रिस इंटरेस्टिंग थिंग आई लर्न अबाउट दिस इज राइट सो यू नो English songs, and you should know everything, shouldn't you? Everyone tells you, blah blah blah. What's really interesting is, so take the um, South Asian music, right? Mm. Mm. Lyrics you just pick up like that, yeah. Just like I pick up English lyrics, yes. Swap it round, we have the same reaction to the opposite. Yeah, I'm like, how do you know that? But like, you can do the Asian songs, whereas when I sing the Asian songs along with you, I can't get everything. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Oh I yeah, like it's the same thing. Yeah, it's the same thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and then Ariana Grande has made it even more difficult. Oh yeah, we we by the way we're, we're Ariana Grande stands, but yeah, like, she hasn't. She the, and, no, it's like mad thing I'm crazy. Just give me the baby. I want to listen to some her as well. Do you know what I mean? Now night, now day. Oh my god. We need to stop. Oh, we sound like we like cats. <laughs> we like sound like cats that are having sex. Fucking love her though. Yeah, we do. Anywho, right? That song is about. Um, oh yeah. It's actually. I was about to ask. The song's actually quite sad in a way, but like of course it's it fucking is. It's shrouded in happiness, so it's got a really upbeat tempo. She looks happy, and she's almost being flirtatious, and she's a courtesan, a, a, a dancing girl, uh, in the brothel, and she's. Dancing in front of a load of men who've come to see her dancing. perform. She's dancing, yeah. Dancing, she's dancing, 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 darling, darling, darling. She's dancing. What have I been drinking in these tubes? <laughs> I have no idea. Meth. I just feel like I was like, nicely sitting on the sofa just then, taking a pause. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm just feeling that, and now I'm like dancing. She's a dancer. And oh wow, yeah, we've got a sofa in the studio today. They haven't. Oh we? yeah, amazing. that too. And um, uh, the song basically, she's saying uh, it's all these men who have taken my dupatta from me, my headscarf from me. And then she's like, you know, respectful men ask the um, colorist as to why my um, 
uh, dupatta is so bright and pink and you know oh this one he took this from me kind of thing and basically the dupatta the headscarf is to symbolize is a metaphor for modesty so if a man has taken that it means he's basically taken you to bed so this ah. whole song is a, a whole song is a euphemism saying it's all these men who have had their way with me so it's shrouded in sadness given the fact that this is a woman who was born into the brothel but it's got a really upbeat tempo and you don't realize it you're just like ah yeah she's she's being cheeky she's being coy but no it's actually the polar opposite and that and that's the reason why i love that film the juxtaposition but we are going to talk more about it because why we are talking about women, women in bollywood. bollywood now this is such a huge topic no, dear. Never, we touched them on bollywood through the, through the ages before twice in two episodes to talk about your fave who's your fave madhuri dixit we did a whole episode on her we so did. maybe not too much on her Wow, do you want to get us cancelled? Okay, let's have everything on her again. Everything's going to be on her. So this is, uh, I love these episodes because I get to learn a lot Ooh. with the audiences. So this is an interesting one because I feel like I get to ask questions. Look at me, who do I think I am? I think I represent everyone. I'm like, I ask the questions that the people are thinking. <laughs> <laughs> so, which, which is very interesting. But, right, because I, I was like, babe, you, you know, people always request more Bollywood stuff. And, and I was like, well, how about women in Bollywood? Right, when I say to you, how about women in Bollywood? Where does your mind go in terms of planning to talk for like 20, 30 minutes in summary about women in Bollywood. Where does your mind go? Oh, well, you kind of just have to talk about <laughs> what the name of the actress was, what film she does and what she's known for because otherwise you can get completely lost in it. But, um, oh, it's so comprehensive. Bollywood has had so many phenomenal women come through and showcase their art you mm. can't i mean I, i've got a list but there's gonna be people who are gonna be like well why didn't you mention this one why didn't you mention? and as i'm talking it through and looking at my list i'm like oh yeah maybe i should have mentioned this one and that one and it's you know what's really interesting is like there's bollywood actresses who have delivered more box office uh, failures than successes but the successes have been so big and their presence has been so impactful even in the films that have not done well yeah. that they their legacy lives on they it's it's phenomenal. Moments. Yeah, it's it's absolutely phenomenal. And, you know, generally speaking, there uh, particularly in, in the late 2000 and t- no, particularly in the 2010s it got quite bad, I think. Uh or even in the two well, generally speaking in the 2000s where women were being commoditized in Bollywood. Mm. It was like you need to be hot, thin and have perky tits and light skin. Uh, ah. It was it literally got to that. So then the quality of Bollywood films. Yeah, I know. I felt seen in that physique. I did. <laughs> I did. I'm sorry. But, you know. <laughs> um, but then I feel like the quality of work that came through began com- being compromised. And then obviously it, it attracted actors that either did not need to showcase their full skill set or they didn't need it to begin with, you know? Mm. Uh, and then you, there would be actresses talking about having to completely dumb it down and what have you, um, which I completely disagree with. So then what I love is the ones who have truly stood the test of time and have managed to make a mark of their own, mm. regardless of the work that's come through uh, uh, their way. Okay. Can you talk about one of these people that you're talking about and what they've managed to achieve and done and what difference they've made in the world? So I'm going to start right literally from the start. The founding father of Bollywood was somebody called uh, Dada, Se- Dada Sahib Falke. 
And he, through reading about him, he seemed quite sort of erratic. And I believe he even went to England to get the equipment. He he seemed, he seemed like a man on the mission, like mm. compelled by some whisper in the universe, clearly, to do this. And he is known for making the full feature length, first full feature length film. I believe it was a, a, a silent movie. Now, this is disputed. Some people say that they think it was somebody else and what defines a feature-length film. But he's, he did more and, and, it, and it, they became popular. But the reason why I talk about him is because in his film, there were no female actors. Oh. Because apparently there were no female actors at the time. Or at least none that were willing to go on screen. Mm. Because remember, the arts and entertainment was frowned upon. It was not considered a reputable what, what, career. What time this was? This was uh, the nine, uh, early 1900s, I'd say. Um, oh, wait, maybe Bollywood's not... really grown fast. Yeah, yeah. I think Bollywood started in, I want to say, 1912 or something. Yeah, 1912. Before World War I. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's when it <clears throat> started, and it started really taking off in don't the 30s. Don't hold him to that date. He just thought he didn't research it. He just yeah, yeah. It, so don't do <laughs> that. Please don't be that person. Um, but it it started to really take off in the 30s, uh, 40s, and then the 50s and 60s were the golden eras of Bollywood. 70s was action packed. 80s. I hate to say it, but 80s and 90s were very... I mean, it was the same in the West. Everything was really over-the-top, hyper, and kind of all over the and place. And you lived. Yeah, and then 2000s had some great quality of work, and then the, a lot of background kind of jargon. And then now, I believe we're in a bit of a lull, but we're going to pick up. But yeah, okay. that's that's generally how it was. So it was interesting to note that there were no um, male actors. So it was actually, uh, sorry, female actors. So the male actors would dress up as females and play the roles of the female. But it's really, really interesting. Yeah. And so now, in a way, through drag, I feel like we are we have the potential to have a full circle moment, mm -hmm. you know? Um, so uh, one act, uh, and so those days, many of the prominent actresses, I believe some of them were Burmese or some of them were uh, had even um, European heritage and they'd come over and, and lived in India. Obviously, it was remnants of the British Empire, I'd imagine. But one actress that did stay, uh, stick out was Devika Rani. Um, so who's she? She was a Bollywood actress, and I'm not going to delve too much into her, but one of the reasons why she stuck out to me is because she did the first kiss in a Bollywood film, and that was in 1933. Oh, my God. How did that go down? Um, I don't think it went down too bad. <laughs> like, wow, I, really? Yeah, I mean, the, the, the video's still out there. It was the first kiss. She put herself on the line, though. Yeah, and, and, you know, in those days, like, burlesque performances were quite popular, and, you know, I've seen yesteryear Bollywood actresses dress in full sort of... Uh, burlesque regalia uh, these days well not even these days but the whole conservatism is something that's a fairly new concept mm. I believe or at least in some ways it is and it mirrors what happens within the LGBTQ plus world because like in the 50s it was fine and then when you had Anita Bryant come in uh, in the 60s and 70s then Christian conservatism really took a stronghold mm. so that was the 30s then I think the real splash happened in sort of the 50s and 60s. And one of my favorite actresses of that era, who is alive to this day, she retired from films, I believe, at the age of 32. So That's very young. Let that sink in in terms of the impact that she managed to make in the short space of time. Girl, that she did that's films. around our age. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah, she, Imagine retiring right now, knowing that you've made a legacy impact and you can just. No. She's somebody who Madhuri Dixit looks up to. Wow. And her name's Vejanti Mala. 
But why is she so great? Vejant, oh my gosh, you should see her videos. You've you've seen some of her stuff. Mm. Vejanti Mala is probably the the best Bollywood dancer I've ever seen. Apart, oh. yeah, like Madhuri Dixit is obviously in a, in a league of her own. We're, we're trying not to count her in this. Yeah, she doesn't. In, in, in she's this not, podcast conversation, we're not going to count her. Yeah, she doesn't qualify. She's she's, she's a, a, a different a, being, a different entity. Exactly. Let, let me just let that be known again. Yeah. You know what listeners can be like. <laughs> we are not counting who. Madhuri Dixit. We've done a whole episode on her, so she's not counting here right no, now. No, no, and that's not. because not because we're counting her out because she's just in another. She's in another realm. Yeah. Vijanti um, <laughs> Mala, this speed at which she would dance and the clarity of her movements and she was, is a classically trained dancer in Bharatanatyam and even in her 80s she uh, she's got a doctorate I believe in like classic Indian dancing and she revived certain ancient um, temple dances as well she was from the, mm. the south of India and she did South Indian films I believe and she did Bollywood films as well so she was known for um, doing films such as uh, Devdas yeah. so she did the 1955 rendition of Devdas so Devdas has been made into a film several times um, she also did Sangam which I believe was the first Bollywood film to be filmed abroad they filmed part of it in Paris I believe um, she did Amrapali, which is like this mythological film, um, and it's brilliant. The temple dances that she does in it, and the uh, dance-offs that she has in it. This is like come on, dance-off. Yeah, this is like Bring It On, yes. 1960. It's it, oh, it's phenomenal. The way she dances, and then one film that really sticks out and had quite a profound impact on me growing up um, was this particular dance from a film called Jewel Thief. Mm. And she did, does this song called Hoto Pe Aisi Baat. You would have heard this. Hoto Pe Aisi Baat Me Da Baaki Chali Aai Yes. Kul Jai Wohi Baat Oh yeah, I've heard it. Hai hai oh, she's giving you more than one song today, honey, Oh yeah, the there's podcast. gonna be There's going to be a, loads. Oh. Um, and that song, there's a bulk of it, particularly uh, it's at the beginning, her opening scene. It is all one shot. Mm. And it is, uh, I don't know, a good two minutes worth of dancing, two, three minutes. And it's all done in one shot. And the way that oh, they've wow. done it is um, the, the camera goes on a trolley and they have put the trolley tracks in a circular motion. So it's not like she's dancing in front of the camera. She's dancing and the camera's going around her. So she has to kind of find her camera without making it obvious. It is such a difficult thing to do. And I remember Madhuri Dixit talking about it. She was like... I'm in awe of her because she does that in one take, essentially. The I mean, obviously, the, I mean, they may have had multiple takes, but it is one shot, yeah. you know? And that is so difficult to do. It is, it is, it is hard to do. I mean, it's very different dancing on stage for five to ten minutes uh, as opposed to doing it in film. It's a complete different thing. It's film is a complete different ball game. Also, with stage, you can cover up errors and stuff. With, with, with film, and, and like, you can't. And there's, and there's an audience and it's different no, vibes. With film, it has with to be film, perfection. Everything has to be utter perfection because you are sitting there watching it in utter silence. Yeah. And you are watching it, whereas on stage, everyone's cheering, gearing. Yeah, 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 you can cover up a lot. It. No. No, you can, cover, you can cover up a lot. And then obviously you've got background dancers and you have to make Wait, sure everyone's so she has coordinated. to do it in one take. They can't cut things No, it together. was... No, uh, no. I mean, those days, uh, because they would... Film on days, actual yeah. tape, oh, this so bit. they would have to s snip tape. So she was to make that edit. bitch. Yeah, she was. Yeah, she was. But then also, um, 
different shots are geared towards different styles. Yeah, they could have put in some close-ups and kind of chopped it up like that. But, the, but you know, the director, it was probably his uh, artistic vision. He was like, no, we're going to do it this way. We're going to show the talent. It's going to be done in one take. But this is what happens to Madhuri Dixit when she's done films. They're like, we need to put in a song for you. Or, I mean, look at Rupert Tamira. Or they're like, we need to give her a moment because an artist of that caliber demands it. And she was one of those artists. I love that... And I'm sure there's loads of women in Bollywood where they are, they're those artists where they're like, we are going to create this for you. Yes. That is insane. Imagine. Because usually things get created and they fill the roles. Imagine. Just imagine being that bitch where they're like, we have created this for you. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. With you in mind, we want to do this Mad. with you in mind. Um, I'm going to talk briefly about our next person and then we're going to take a break and see how far we can get through these. Um, but the other uh, actress that had a profound impact on me, um, who I I think is probably one of the, the... Oh, no, not even one. She's the most beautiful actress to come on screen. One of the most beautiful um, is Madhubala. Oh, who's Mad she? Madhubala um, was an actress of the 50s and 60s, again, from the golden era of... Um, Bollywood. M-A-D-H-U-B-A-L-A. I've, I've got my computer here and I'm looking. Oh, wow. You're looking at her. So she did the film Mughle Azam. So you're on your screen. Scroll down a little bit more. Can you see the middle image there? This one. That was, that I was love from Mughle Azam. I was so drawn to that. Yes, yeah. So she she was... She had a very um, traumatic childhood. I oh, think. my God. It was difficult. She definitely inspired your drag. Yes, she does. I mean, this pose. The thing. pose is, yeah, <laughs> it's all there. <laughs> ah, it oh my God, I'm, I'm reading you. Yeah, fail. yeah, yeah. Well, Madhuri oh. Dixit did a homage to her, you know. Oh, I'll show you that clip at some point. Giving me so many ideas. Yeah, and oh, do you know what I used to say? Shall I tell you something funny? When um, um, kids in school used to try and be racist and be like, oh, yeah, is that your blah, 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 blah. And so I used to show her pictures, scroll up. Do you know that orange picture? That one. Yeah, I used to say that's my mum on a wedding day, because I just knew she was beyond beautiful, and you couldn't you couldn't say anything about that picture. I love all the so I was like, yeah, brown people can look like that too. <laughs> and here is this where you're right. And they, yeah, exactly. And then I, and they should be like, that's his mum. That was his mum when you're on a wedding. I went, yeah, yeah, I've come from a very beautiful family. <laughs> my mum too. Why not? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know what? We recreate our narratives. But uh, Madhubala, yeah, she had a difficult. Um, time she was regarded as box office poison at some point she even had interest from Hol uh, uh, Hollywood Hollywood was interested in her but it was her father who was deeply uh, religious who did not allow her he controlled what films she could and could not do uh, but she she her performance style was incredible and then she is of course known for her film Mughal Azam um, yeah, she, she's, uh, isn't she beautiful I mean classic beauty classic beauty she was um known for doing the film Mughal Azam. And you know the film Mughal Azam, oh, don't yeah. you, babe? And that film took, I believe, 16 years to complete. And That film is that film. It is that film. And the song that she did, the big song that she did, Pyaar Kiya To Darna Kya, Pyaar Kiya To Darna Kya, Kiya To... So that song she played on her deathbed about 500 times. Because she died very early. She died in her early 30s because she had blue heart syndrome, uh, unfortunately. Oh. So she she died way she beyond her unlucky, time. Unlucky in the matters of the heart. Yeah. Oh, she was very unlucky because the guy who she did the film with in Mughal Azam, uh, Dilip Kumar, he they were together and then they broke up during the making of the film. And and the reason why was because his family wouldn't accept her or something. Or it was yeah, it was heartbreaking for her. Um, 
But what a legacy she left. An incredible legacy. And it really makes you think that sometimes it's not about how long you're here for, it's what you do. It is. And when you see the impact these lot have, I mean, me, I, you know, I was born well after she'd passed away, but I feel such a deep connection to her work. Mm, and like, for these people, who knows, they might have felt like they've lived a lifetime. Yes. You know, if, if they're so in touch with their spirituality and live in the present moment, for them, that 30 years might have been fucking 100. Oh, 100%. On that note. On that note, we are going to take a little break and we will be right back after our word from our sponsors. Hello. Hello, we are back. And I'm thinking this might need a part two, three, four, five, six, seven. I think so. This and, always happens. And, and then that, that's <laughs> absolutely fine. Um, what I was going to say, which, which is really interesting, I feel like, you know, from my knowledge of women in Bollywood and what I've learned mm -hmm. through you, you know, um, these women have managed to be on the same level, not, not talent-wise, I mean um, star-wise. Yes. Not, they're the most talented people ever, do you know what I mean? Yes. Not talent-wise, star-wise, the same level, if not beyond their male counterparts, right? Yeah. Now, think about how hard <laughs> they had to work to get there. Now, I always also feel when you tell me stories about them that all of them, or a lot of them have experienced such darkness and such heartache and... There's something there. Such hardships. Such yeah. hardships. And I feel like that's definitely spurred them on to mm -hmm. become these absolute great superstars and legends. I mean, like, you're talking about them, and some of them are not alive anymore. They will live forever. Yes. Yeah. In some shape or form. they that's mental. They, I mean, with Madhubala, who I was just speaking about, unfortunately, her grave has been demolished. Because they just don't have the space. And so after a certain period of time, they remove them. Mm. Um, and that made me sad. But then I remember looking at the videos and looking at the content. I was like, oh, no, but that is irrelevant because they, she, <laughs> you know, she lives on because in her in, legacy. Because in 2022, a gay South Asian Pakistani man from a small fucking backward place mm. who is living now in Manchester is talking about her on a, on, on a podcast that yeah. is listened by thousands of people. Yeah. Fact. That's, a, yeah. Like, that level of impact is madness. I mean, Mughal Azam was one of the biggest films and is still one of the biggest films um, Indian film industry has ever seen. Mm. It was, you know, you had the scale at which it was made, the number of extras it had, you know, the... The way it was shot, it was shot, they had recreated an entire mirror palace and even directors from Hollywood came over to India and they looked and they said, you cannot shoot this without the camera being in one of the mirrors and they still managed to achieve it. What they did uh, was phenomenal and what she did in the, in the film was phenomenal. Mm. Now, we go on to our next actress um, who I love and I love her for how articulate she is, for what she says, how she says it and the sheer amount of work she's managed to do. She comes... She came from, I believe, a fairly uh, liberal but conservative um, household. And mm -hmm. her name is Wahida Rahman. Wahida Rahman is a, a phenomenal actress. I believe she gained a lot of prominence in the sort of 60s and early 70s. Um, and she's another classic. She was actually, a, she is a brilliant dancer. And, and, and she's another person who's liked by Madhuri Dixit and much have you. Another person that your drag is inspired by. Yeah, and a she's, bitch. yeah, my, my drag is a love letter to South Asian oh, I know. Uh, women. And she she's somebody who's aged naturally. She doesn't dye her hair. She doesn't do anything. She's known for just, just being, basically. And some of her films include uh, Guide, 
Piasa and Sai Bibi or Ghulam. I remember watching her in Sai Bibi or Ghulam and she plays this young um, character who's sort of frustrated and angry and, and wants to kind of break norms. Uh, and I was really drawn to her, the, her way of performing. And she's somebody who has done sort of uh, older roles as, as the years have gone by. Well, she's done um, but she's I'm brilliant. She's done everything. She's done everything. She's, she really has done everything. And she's a great dancer. I mean, some of her songs are iconic, like, Piyato se nenala gere. And again, Madhuri Dixit played homage to that as well. So um, it's a circle of greats. I do really like Wahida Rahman. I, I watch her interviews even till today um, because, you know, she's, she's somebody who breaks stereotypes for someone like me. You know, mm. my mom didn't really want to learn English and she found it really difficult. And there was this, this insistent on maintaining our culture and what have you. Whereas Wahida Rahman was like, she speaks perfect English and she still wears a sari and she's friends with all the yesteryear actresses and they go on holidays together and they still have a zest for life. And they were like, oh yeah, we were in Italy and we it. do it once a year. And I was like, that's what I want. You know, she is somebody with Indian sensibilities, but she's not afraid of the world. Would you say, I know this is going to point, with maybe without really realizing, would you say growing up these women raised you and they don't even know? Oh, yeah. I, I don't know if you ever thought about that before. I did. I, I never thought about it. Would but you say these women raised you? Yes. Yeah, and it makes me emotional that, thinking it? about that. But I know, they I did. Can see you getting teary. They did. Like, they did. Obviously, we would talk about your family and toxic families and how horrible it's been, but like, Maybe did you survive seeing these women? I did, I did, and you know, I was somewhat introduced to them by my parents because it's what was would be on TV. But and this is in England, yeah. uh, but they are the they are not the ones who spurred me on to find out more. It was it was just that whisper, and yeah, they they are hundred percent have they've they've instilled values in me, they've inspired me, and they still oh, continue to inspire you every day. And yes, and and the biggest inspiration has been that tenacity to keep on going. Mm. You know, that's the biggest um, thing that I've got from them. Um, then oh, well we done. move. Thank you. We move on to another actress. <laughs> Sorry, I really tried to like make you cry. Then <laughs> you really did. It, it just came. I thought looking into my eyes, like, oh my god, these women raised you, bitch. You need to know. Now, when you're talking about actresses that inspired me, yeah. you'll want to Google the next one because you know who she is, and her name is Mina Kumari. Oh yes, Mina Kumari. Now, I before I even go on about Mina Kumari, I want to Amir to see the pictures and then. Yeah, scream at yeah, how I know. much I already know. I've been I know, inspired girl. by some of these pictures I know I know so like I mean I would probably say my classic drag has been inspired most by Mina Kumari forms of it yeah like even the green image can you see oh, from I, I, oh girl, I know <laughs> my drag has has massively been inspired by her so Mina Kumari was known as the tragedy queen of Bollywood and she played very tragic roles she was known for playing the roles where she may have been the damsel in distress or she was the woman who uh, was treated... You can see that through these images. Though. Unjustly, yes. She, the way she brought um, sad emotions on screen, nobody, and I'm telling you, I have never seen anyone be able to do it the way she did it. It's incredible. And the way she would articulate her lines were brilliant. I would love for you to see more of her films. I mean, obviously, you saw Pakiza, didn't you? Mm. And what did you think of Pakiza? Fucking incredible, wasn't it? You're still drawn to the images, aren't you? Yeah, it's fantastic. She's 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 incredible. Uh, I feel pain. 
Yes. And her life was very painful. Her, her, when she was a child, her dad um, dumped her in a, in a ditch and walked off because he was disappointed it's another she girl. She was a poet as well, sorry. Yes, she was a poet. Yes, she... she... Sorry, go on. Uh, sorry, I really interrupted your heart, horrible <laughs> story. She was dumped in a ditch. Yeah, by her Fucking father hell. because her father was disappointed at, her, uh, at another um, girl. And then he had a change of heart and then decided to bring her back home. And She only lived for 39 years. She died at the age of 39. Jeez. Yeah. I can't get over the impact they made. Yeah. It's, 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 it's insane. Astonishing. Yeah. They lived a lifetime and then some. It is incredible what they achieved in such a short space of time, you know. I, 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 the legacy and the impact that they will leave and, and it lives on for absolutely Not willing, ever. But they have left. Yeah, they they have left. Uh, yeah. And it lives on forever. He, um, she, uh, yeah, so then that happened and then... We, she unfortunately had she was unlucky in love as well so she was married to the director of Bagiza which is one of her most impactful mm. films I believe I believe tragedy but queen she was a tragedy queen and then they became estranged and then they still made the film together but she was very unlucky in in love and I think she had um she'd fallen in love with somebody else I think and, or something like that but um and she died of alcohol uh, alcoholism she died an alcoholic um, to the point where Bagiza is another film that took, I think, 15, 16 years to make uh, because they started making it in black and white and then uh, it fell through because they, um, the director and the wife, Mina Kumari, they, they had a fallout and then it was two other actors who saw the rushes of the film and they encouraged them to make it. And so they made it in colour. But when you watch the film, you'll notice a lot of the time she's stationary or she sat down mm. or for the um, singing and dancing, um, they use a body double or they use, they use a different actress. And it's because she was too ill to walk or move. And she died shortly after the film released. Um, and the film had a lukewarm response, but after she passed away, it became an instant hit, and it's a, it, and it became a complete classic. Oh well, yeah, cinemas bring it back. Yeah, but it like she started that... acting very young. She yeah, she started as a child star. It's, it's like being born into it. Yeah, she was born into it because she had to feed for, she had to fend for a, a poor family. She she, wow. she it, it, it's insane, and she's no, she's known for a lot of other films. Obviously, we we focus on Pakiza. One of my f absolute favorite films of hers. I, I I loved her in Noor Jahan when she played um, the the Queen Noor Jahan. Um, but yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's looking at the images. Yeah, so that that I'm I'm completely inspired. But can I just say I'm no, really no no no. But when you click on some of these images, you you see brides trying to replicate it. Yes, yeah. Yeah, they they informed what 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 the T was, but I'm really proud of myself for being able to emulate such difficult um, drag in a way. It's yeah. not easy. And can you see the image? Just scroll up. Can you see the image on the bottom left? Who's that? That's Madhuri Dixit. She yeah, paid her own homage as well. <laughs> Incredible. But it's, it's um, so good seeing the empowerment these women give each other. She played the, and it's amazing as to how her life mirrored what she was doing in film because in mm. Sahib Bibi or Ghulam she plays the role of uh, a woman who is um, married into an aristocratic family and her um, husband spends the night away with other women and it's it's tradition and that's the norm and you know the other wives of the other men are saying mm. how can he even be called a man if he's not going to spend it with other uh, women he's going to spend the night away and she just wants to be loved and she just wants to spend time with her husband and he's obviously embroiled in debauchery and just spending money and and that's considered a manly act to do is like oh why would you sit with your wife and talk sweet nothings that's just 
that's just you know you're not even man you're not you know you're not man enough kind of thing and so then in the film her husband he he she's like what have i got to do to get your attention and to spend time with you and he gives her the alcohol and he says drink and then she starts drinking in the film and then he, her husband starts having a great time with her because they're always pissed drunk but the fun ends when she turns into an alcoholic and then in the film as it transpires the the money has been all swindled and then you know she dies destitute and i thought it was such a it's such a great amazing harrowing film and you know that film has inspired the likes of Sanjeeli Labansali who made the Devdas and Gangubai and and what have you it's but right well to me these people existed yes it's insane yeah. it's 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 in it's absolutely insane but yeah I, I think she's she's arguably one of the greatest actresses to have ever come through bollywood her her story and the reason why i'm drawn to pakiza the film pakiza so much is because in it she plays a courtesan who is uh raised and has to live under such h- harsh conditions but she has a happy ending and i it never occurred to me that i was drawn to the film for its happy ending rather mm. than its tragedy it, it, you can go through all the tragedy but if you can get through it and have that happy ending i always feel like it tastes a lot sweeter as well absolutely now we're going to whiz through some of the other actresses because i do want to talk about them but we can go t- uh, into detail about them some other time yeah just yeah the we next, haven't got the time to the go next, into detail the <laughs> next three actresses that i'm going to talk about are hema malni rekha and zinataman now there's going to be a lot of uh, brown gays who are going to be like how dare you these are iconic how dare you rush us but um, we don't have time but hema, hema malni was known as the dream girl she was very beautiful again from the south classically trained um known for films such as shole um oh yeah um big film and you you know that one don't you yeah. uh, she was she was absolutely phenomenal she is absolutely phenomenal even to this day and had a stint in politics rekha is another one known for the film umrao jaan um she was a darker skinned queen uh, she was a darker skinned actress sorry <laughs> uh, queen uh, and that was a topic of discussion because south uh, bollywood women were known to be fair skinned and and that was almost like a prerequisite mm. because fair skin was attributed to beauty and she kind of broke that norm she Good. yeah i mean and obviously like skin changes as the years go by now she's lighter skinned but when she started um oh, unless she's used something i don't know but she, when she started she she don't was that shit right and yeah, yeah. The Gaijins that are fans will come for you. And she was more voluptuous as well, but she still managed to make her mark. And she's phenomenal. And she's somebody who stood the test of time. I mean, I think, mm. I think I've shown you clips of hers and she's like 64 years old dancing on stage. And you're like... I love that. You're like, what? I like that how? zest for life because that's how I imagine myself being when I'm older. It's because what she's done is... She's been, I'm going to say it again. She'd become spiritually connected when she was younger. And then that age she did it, yeah. that age stays with her inside. Oh yeah, she is. She does seem to be deeply spiritual. She's the only actress that I, um, I've seen in an interview regard work as a religious offering. She's like, wow. I, she's like, it's almost like she's like, I take it as as an offering, and I'll t- take it like I'm so grateful. But then we have Zineth Aman, um, the best physique in Bollywood. My <laughs> gosh, she was doing bikini bikinis in the 70s and she looked incredible. Yes. Unfortunately, she had um a tough time with an abusive husband at one point who then she had to take care of um in uh, as part of palliative care. Um but she's she seems to be having a small amount of revival at the moment, which I'm really happy about. Um 
but she 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 was phenomenal and then we crash land into uh, you know with the 70s actresses so hema malni rekazina taman they were 70s girls mm-hmm. um but a lot of it was about the angry young man it was about amita bachan it was about action that that really took over from the softness of the 50s and 60s it really got mm. into and it kind of mirrored i think what was going on in the political scene as well Uh, and then Art imitates life, doesn't it? Art That's imitates life, absolutely. And you only take inspiration for what's going on. Absolutely. And then, of course, we have the 80s and 90s where we had Shri Devi, Ooh. we had Juhi Chavla, mm-hmm. and, of course, Madhuri Dixit. <laughs> <laughs> um, all three phenomenal actresses that have done a great body of work, which we're going to have to talk about in oh, a yeah, different we, episode. There's no doubt we're going to talk about it tomorrow. It's been, this has been brilliant listening as well. Yeah. What I've loved is the passion um, that you speak um of them with yeah you speak like they are um like godly beings in a way yeah i mean and yeah. like you you speak like they really clearly influence you so much and they've probably inspired so many people across the world and these incredible beings have created art that will live on forever yeah i i loved especially in the earlier years i loved because you didn't have you wouldn't you weren't able to play those quick camera tricks right mm. so it was all in the performance it was in what you were saying it was um uh, that steadiness and I, and i love that and yeah what they've done is is you know from rags to riches from adversity to you know tragedy to triumph that is something that has really well and truly inspired me it's a story me. isn't it their lives yeah and then you know 2000s you've had the likes of karishma kapoor karina kapoor rani mukherjee ashwarya rai priyanka chopra they have been phenomenal now i i think and i still want these lot to carry on making films and it and it really irks me that you know they they are no longer <laughs> 19 2021 i mean they will still obviously carry on making films but like i wish i could just replicate them forever. doing what they were doing yeah you so want like, them to live forever yeah exactly so like now if i see ashwarya rai and she's like oh i want to play the role of a queen or i might be playing the role of a mother i'm like no 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 you can still be in high school <laughs> let's put you back in there <laughs> because in, in a way it kind of helps me deal with me not growing older <laughs> um but then you know in recent years i think the act, one of the actresses that has really t- taken a shine is alia bhat do you know what's so weird i knew you were going to say alia bhat alia bhat in yeah. that moment you like wouldn't you actually say alia bhat she's, because she'd come out of Right, I don't know much, right? But yeah. I know no one expected that in Gangubai. No, nobody did. Everyone, everyone was kind of discouraging, saying, "No, don't like, take she's her. Okay. She's a child. How can she play such a big role? Where her life is going to go now? Oh yeah, she's phenomenal. I mean, she she is like you know criticized for nepotism and um, criticized for having a really famous father who's a huge director and producer. But I don't believe he's produced anything that she's done. But and and for her, you know, I think and and she's had. So what people don't realize is that some of these star kids, I mean these days some of them are well and truly born into riches, but some of these other star kids were born into pro- uh, poverty because their parents would literally um put their house up for mm. m- remortgage in order to make a film, hoping that it'd work kind of thing, you know. Um and, and you know other stuff happened in her life, but this you know it, yes, she may have connections and she's closer to some of the big wigs granted, but that doesn't put her in favor when it comes to an audience necessarily it may to a certain extent you but not entirely you still got to be good actually you got to be extra good because you've really oh, got to you win go. around the people that are like eh, yeah eh. exactly exactly so she's well and truly made her mark and she's she continues to true uh, continues to prove herself yeah don't go by for her was that moment that she'll look back on you know so i'm really looking forward to seeing what the new line of uh, bollywood girls bring 
Um, I just hope. I mean, obviously, who can who can um, fail to mention Deepika Padukone? My gosh, she's amazing as well. There's probably so many, babe. You're not going to be able to mention it. Disclaimer, everyone away. Yeah, but it. I just I just hope like the next batch that we have continues the great legacy. They will. Do you know why? Yeah. Because they haven't come in tearing each other down and apart. And no, they're actually the, closer the, and stronger. Tearing the women that came before them apart. They haven't done that. No. They've got such a level of respect and talent and hard work that it'll continue. And what a magical thing to continue. Women in Bollywood will continue to reign forever. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, now we've even had one actress come out as non-binary. Fantastic. Uh, uh, actor come out as non-binary and they're, they're great as well. So yeah, it's going to be really, really interesting. And then obviously, if all else fails, it will always be Madhuri Dixit. So <laughs> we don't need to worry about that. Um, I think we should wrap it up. Um, you wrap it up, sis. And maybe we should do a part two where I we so. delve into the uh, 70s, 80s and, and then probably a part three. Uh, probably a part three. <laughs> Let us know what you thought of this episode, everyone. Thank you so much for sticking it out with us. We love you, but you, but you don't, don't love me. Follow Madhuri Dixit. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the You Don't Love Me podcast with Amir and Amir. For all the latest happenings, you can follow us on Instagram at You Don't Love Me Boys. That is at You Don't Love Me Boys. <laughs>